Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning. And just to start it off, Johnny, don't ever talk over my fucking song like that ever again. No, I'm just kidding. It was pretty good. I liked it. Um, but yes, we, it is a Friday night that we're having this podcast. Um, this is coming out on a Monday, but uh, I hope you guys all had a great weekend. But we're going to get it started off quickly and powerfully. How are you doing today, Johnny? I've got powerful balls. No, I don't know. You said powerfully. It just reminded me. I, I'm excited to see like your slap happiness because you just got off work where we usually are on a Sunday and you're either like hungover or like well rested. I mean, I, you, you come in all kinds of different ways. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I, I plan to bring the heat today. <laughs> and then we also have producer Kyle. How are you doing today, Kyle? Oh, wait. He's not on the, uh, the audio. <laughs> um, but anyways, we got the Facebook Live going. Um, it's attempting to reconnect. So that's awesome. I'm already dealing with that. Um, but uh, that's this, the Mevo. I'm tired of dealing with it, but we're going to deal with it anyways. <clears throat> we got a lot of stuff to get into this week. Um, I sent you a list of stuff. Johnny, is there something that sticks out to you the most from the list of stuff that I sent you? Break room habits, for sure. Break room habits. <laughs> so so what, what, uh, what spawned that question that you asked about people for their break room habits? Well, I was just having, you know, one of those kind of days at work, you know, where you just, you're not having a shitty day, but you're just a little irritated. Right. And then all I wanted to do was go enjoy my sandwich, enjoy my soda, have a little bit of peace, and Are all you- I hear in the background is, fucking Roger, you fucking killed it. And I just do one of those, like, I'm going to murder you, look over my shoulders, and then he's just like, Did they even notice? Oh yeah, like everybody in the break room, like you could feel murder in the air. <laughs> <laughs> so are you, are you okay? So we're, we'll get into the actual habits, but are you a, are you a take your lunch to work guy, or are you a order and you know get something at work? Depends. Sometimes I or do take, you go out. Sometimes I take my lunch to work and still go out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I also pull that move. I, I'm like, well, and then I'm like, I, oh, I have it for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I need to eat pretty healthy today, so I'm gonna make this nice little. Meal prep here, take it to work. Then I'm like, I want a fucking cheeseburger. Yes, absolutely. So, <clears throat> so your thing is obviously. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm also on board with that. I get tired of people playing music or even talking like on the speakerphone in the break room. Like they do it in the bathroom at work too. It pisses me off trying to trying to enjoy a nice poop and the person still next to you is just like <laughs> trying to have a conversation with you, but I'm, actually I'm, they're talking on their phone. Yeah, I'm hearing Kevin Gates. I'm hearing about fucking little Timmy and his. Whoever is having a bad day, like <laughs> <laughs> so. So there's a couple of things that I don't like about the break room. One thing that uh, I didn't like about my previous job, uh, there was a lot more people I worked with. My my current job, I work with like five people, so you kind of have to deal with it. A lot of the times, um, I'll take my lunch and I'll just like eat it while I'm working at my desk, as opposed to staying in the break room. But my old job. You know, the break room was a communal place. You had a lot of good conversations. You had a lot of funny conversations because our bosses always told us, like, keep the inappropriate conversations for the break room. So, like, that's where a lot of those would happen. But then at the same time, the thing that used to drive me crazy, and there's there's a select group of people out there that will give you far too much information on their break room conversations. For example, this woman that I used to work with, we were just talking. I was like, hey, how was your weekend? Oh, it was good. How was your weekend? Blah, blah, blah. Talking. Got into some, somehow got into, you know, uh, the expensiveness of living or whatever, wherever we were at. <clears throat> and this uh, this older woman was like, well, yeah, like it's it's crazy. You know, I, I grew up, you know, sleeping on a mattress on the floor because my mom was too into heroin to get us a real bed. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. All uh, right. Uh, thanks for that information. I don't know what to do with it now. So I'm just going to sit here and eat and yeah. quiet. You're damaged. I'm going to avoid yeah. you from now on. And there's just like there is a group of people out there that share too much information. And I think that's also in line with one of your break room things with the, uh, the loud, like, you know, phone and like distracting, like not even trying to interact at all. Like I like to talk to people in there. Yeah, like, I I'm, don't, I'm like, just, I don't care what you want to talk about. Talk about the weather. It's one of the most boring subjects in the world, but I'll talk to you about it. You can literally stop at a gas station for gas and buy a $5 set of headphones. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, you could probably actually find them on the side of the road. They're that, yeah, just they're, like, that uh, they're that abundant. Um, what other, what other people, uh, what did other people say on the, uh, the Facebook post because you got a lot of traction on that one yeah we got um oh fish in the break room a lot of people was agreeing with See, that one. and that's what's funny because like i honestly i have uh i've heated up fish before and like 
not felt like it was nobody a problem. said anything yeah i guess <laughs> they like, wanted maybe, to <laughs> maybe maybe it was just people being nice i don't know uh but yeah like um i could see it though like i mean the thing is though i don't get offended by smells like that though i guarantee you somebody's like cooked something that i don't like and i'd still just kind of let it go i didn't really care well shane would be the perfect guest in your break room yeah, because he can't smell. <laughs> Speaking of that, Thunderwolf podcast coming to you guys soon. We're going to be having them on the show in the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's either actually, it might be next next week nice. we're having them on the podcast. Nice. So, so uh, him and Jacob. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, <laughs> so it seems like a lot of people were just kind of going back to, you know, people being on speakerphone while they're, and they're having full on conversations. With people just listening to music or a movie up loud. just Well, and a lot of the times when the person is having that on the speakerphone conversation, it's a conversation you don't want to be a part of anyways. Yeah. They're I've usually a- yelling at somebody. The person didn't let the dog out. I don't know. Like, yeah. Well, I've got a lady. Forgot that their kid at school or I, something. Uh, I We bump heads because she doesn't. She doesn't want to listen to authority sometimes because she's way older and I'm way younger. So if, even if I'm like, hey, can you do this for me real quick? Because you have to. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> see, I don't see, say that. I, <laughs> dude, I struggle with that. I've struggled with that ever since being a, ever since being a manager. Struggled with like telling people to do something. Yeah, like I've, I, I try to ask first. Then if you, if you, you're, you want to be an there's asshole, that group like, of people that will just be like, nah. Yeah, like okay. she literally told me no one day, and I was like, "Well, now you, I hate you." <laughs> <laughs> now I'm always gonna tell but you what to do. She talks on speakerphone, but since she's older, she can't really hear, so she feels like nobody else can hear. So she ups her volume when she's talking. Uh, so I'm like, "Hey, Samantha, did the taxes come in?" <laughs> you know, and you're like, "I'm gonna <laughs> throw you. I'm gonna eat you through this window <laughs> if you don't stop." I'd love that. You actually use that well. Uh, that's another thing that I don't like about myself is that I can't ever seem to pick up slang when it's actually cool. Like I'll start saying "dope" after everybody's done saying it. Uh, but- I feel like I invented the word "eat." I picked up a midget and threw him one time, and all I heard was, <laughs> was that because you were struggling? Like, you maybe had something pull on your back as you were, as you were throwing? No, like, when I threw him, all I heard was, <laughs> boom, and then he hit the wall. No way. Not at all. Uh, His name was Wade Norton. Look him up. <laughs> so that's a real person. You're not joking about that. Yeah. Serious. We were playing beer pong, and I was just like, can I throw you through the table? And he's like, yeah. No, you didn't. Swear to God. Uh, Tell me about this. <laughs> well, we were. Don't hold back. No, we were like 17. It. it was the first time I've ever met a little person. And <laughs> he was my beer he pong. He thought about it. He <laughs> thought about it because he didn't want to say midget. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was my beer pong partner. And like I was just drunk and I'm not belligerent, basically. And I was just like, hey, you should uh, let me use you as a beer pong ball. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, cool. <laughs> so I yeeted the shit out of him. That's awesome. <laughs> Hey, uh, Liam Pinero, Pinero, how are you doing today, man? Thanks for joining. I appreciate it. Oh, my stepdad, I'm sorry. My stepdad, oh, this would bug me so bad. So my stepdad says he's got a guy that comes in like to the break room every day. And he's like, so what'd you bring us? <laughs> like, I hate that. God, that would that's piss the me standard, off so That's bad. the standard old white guy response <laughs> when he walks into the break room. I hope oh, you I hope see? you brought I hope you brought enough for all of us. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, whoa, the, what, that's what the standard. <laughs> Give me some of that. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. I got a Drew Brees jersey out of it too. Yeah, thanks, James. Yeah, James <laughs> telling us that you guys won a jersey that night. Like, how did you? All right. Anyways, um, <clears throat> anyways. So the uh, what else is on there? So that you said the 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 standard response is the. So did you bring enough for all of us? Yeah. Like, no, I didn't. I, I made this sandwich just for myself, you asshole. Get it out of here. <laughs> yeah, like straight up. What else you got? It's it's a lot of, you know, speaker phones. One one lady was like, you only get 30 minutes out of a 12 and a half hour day. And I'm like, oh, welcome to the machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll work. Yeah, it's a lot of just uh, don't do fish in the microwave. Bring some headphones. And yeah. uh, if you got to talk, step outside for a minute. Well, and also, like, I mean, why don't we just uh, put our phones down and actually have a conversation with each other? Yeah, wouldn't that be incredible? Just saying. Because there's nothing like, you know, sitting there talking to somebody and they're just, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, okay, cool. Although, like, I mean, I'll say I've, I've been guilty of that because especially, like, especially when I don't want to talk, especially if it's somebody I don't like. Oh. Like, there's multiple people that I used to work with that I didn't like. 
And they'd be just like talking to me and they were very bad at picking up social cues. And I'd just be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was actually, what? I was, All right. don't ever do that to me again. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually on the phone texting somebody and somebody was trying to talk to me that I was giving those cues to. So somebody at their table was like, hey, um, excuse me, Johnny, she's talking to you. So I just fired off with the like, um, excuse me, I'm having a conversation on my phone. I'll get to your conversation after this. And then as I'm texting, I'm like, did I just say that? Nope, you did. And then you texted the person like, hey, I just talked some sh mad shit to this person. Yeah. Uh, check the dumpster behind my, my office. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I threw some other stuff on there. There was a couple of things. Speaking of not like the, the half hour, 12 hour day, um, I've been dealing with uh, some people in my line of work that work for the government. Uh, namely, they work on the roads oh, here in Indianapolis. Good. And it's one of those things that's it's extremely frustrating when you, you ask them, hey, we're, you know, or no, you don't ask them. You tell them, hey, we're going to get you in and out of here. We'll, you'll be done. You'll be out of here. You'll be back to work before you know it. Because most people just want to get in, get out. No, I'm good. I'll just hang out here for another like six, seven hours if you need me to. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because you like what? Like, is it like a hard days of work? No, nah, we're not doing anything today. <laughs> I so, ain't even got a piss, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. We've uh, heard all of these stories about how terrible the roads are. You look at the map of potholes on Indiana, and it literally covers the entire circle inside of 465 of red. Like, I mean, it's there's yeah. potholes literally everywhere. And this these guys just are, are not one to work. And it, it kind of led me into something I've talked about on the podcast before. Uh, government jobs, it seems to be a lot of people that don't really want to help you. And, uh, for example, I went to, uh, I went to the like courthouse one time, was looking for a room, walked in, was like, I, as soon as I walked in, this person kind of was like at their desk, typing on the computer and, and looked up at me. Like I was like a, like I was a burden and you're at the front desk, like <laughs> no high. What do you, what do you need is what she said to me. And I was like, you uh, get a better fucking attitude. <laughs> I'm looking for like room 201. Uh, you know, do you know where that's at? Oh, it's, it's just down the hall. People do this all the time. And I was like, okay. And I walked down the hall, walk into this room that she told me to go to. No signs or anything. Same thing, but like a completely different looking person sitting at the desk. Same thing. <sighs> And like looked up at me like I was a burden again. And I was like, is this the room for blah, blah, blah? Like, I think I was going to get like my um, birth certificate or something. And they were like, no, that's completely on the other side of the hall. Like all the way down back the other way. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, am I in the twilight zone? Like, <laughs> am I in the air today? Like, I have no idea. And it's it's what's happened almost every time I've gone into a government building to do something, it seems like I am a hassle, but one place that shines and I want to give them a shout out the BMV here in like, I want to say Greenwood, Indiana, yeah. they, they rock it out. They get, they get you in and out. Like it's literally, I've gone probably five or six times in the last couple of years from getting a new truck and like a motorcycle, renewing plates, getting licenses and stuff. I'm in, pull my number out in like five minutes. They figured it out. The BMV used to be the place that was like, no, I don't ever want to go. I don't want to step even like five feet away. Put it off for five months. feet in front of there. So I don't know what the deal is. Like, I don't know how that has improved so much and the rest sucks. Um, I have an idea that like, I think, and I could be fact checked on this. I think the person that took over the, like the president of the BMV, I don't even know if that's the thing, but whoever <laughs> runs the BMV for Indiana, um, I think he used to be like a private business owner. So now he is a, he is kind of like getting things in order. And I think that kind of like leads me back to that whole like libertarian thing. Like, I think that's a, a very good idea to have things privatized, especially with these potholes. Dude, they're so bad getting to your house. They are so bad. What? <laughs> it pisses you up. I was reading Facebook comments. Uh -oh. I apologize. Uh -oh. um, well, I was like saying getting to your home is... Terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I feel like an IndyCar driver at so, times. So this leads me to a news story, though, which is perfect for the potholes. Canadian man who filled in... Hold on, hold on. Canadian man who filled in pesky potholes has been tipped in coffee, cannabis, and cash. I... 
I want that job. Like, I, <laughs> the thing is, though, I'm thinking, like, I don't even know if, like, tips with cash and cannabis and coffee is enough for me to go out and fix a pothole. I don't want to be doing that job either. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> No, I, I mean, laid blacktop for like two days. I mean, I'm sitting in a room <laughs> no. that just has the lights on and I'm sweating and I have a cutoff <laughs> round right now. Like, I don't think I'd be very good. I don't think I'd be very good out in the sun. I told you I was bringing it as a heat. Yeah, it's it rough. It's a rough one today. Um, and also my back hurts like I'm getting old. But anyways, this guy, uh, <laughs> there's, okay, so this guy. I love his name. John McHugh first became inspired to patch up some of the road hazards in Stellarton, Nova Scotia. After he and his, <laughs> I had to say it like that too, and his mother drove over a particularly nasty pothole. So he went diehard for his mom, but he's like a poor man's diehard. He's not John McClane, he's John McHugh. No. It's McHugh no, to go no. fix these potholes. <laughs> How that's, dare they endanger the, my mom? It's the most dad joke <laughs> I've heard today. I like it. Um even though the penalties may vary, DIY road repair is strongly discouraged across various state and regional governments because it can compromise the safety of the road and the civilian. Additionally, drivers or civilians can take legal action in the case of an accident involving an unlicensed road repair. So, yeah, like what if he's like doing a really shitty job? Like what if he's just like dumping dumping stuff into these potholes and like, hey, look here, give me some weed. Yeah. <laughs> Put some stuff in this hole. Speaking of that voice, I think uh, Kyle made a pretty sweet little uh, beat. And uh, I, I don't know if he can pull it up at some point, but maybe he can pull it up for us later. It was one of the creepiest sounds I'd ever heard so in my creepy. life. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, passing motorists have expressed their gratitude towards the roadside vigil. Don't call him a vigilante. He's not. He's no. not a vigilante. He's just getting high and filling some bottles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna roll a joint. He like. probably doesn't get that many done. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how he's motivated he's made. Like he's three gonna. grams and two cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's a going rate. Uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, McHugh told CBC that he hopes to use the money to pay for his upcoming move to Alberta in May. He's finally getting out of the basement. Let's look, go. look at that guy, though. Like, I mean, I, I don't trust his uh, workmanship at if all. If he was on making a murderer, I would say he did it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you guys just Google the Google the news story. You'll see what we're talking <laughs> about. It's, it's fairly has, entertaining. Anybody who has those glasses on has people tied up in their basement, and it's not in a fun way. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Taylor, what's up, man? Thanks for joining. I haven't seen you since high school. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're living life and having a good time, man. Thanks for joining. And uh, make sure all of you guys watching on Facebook Live, go ahead and go to iTunes if you have an iPhone and subscribe to us at Juice in the Morning on your podcast app. And then also make sure if you do not have an iPhone, you find out how to get podcasts on your phone. It's There's tons of apps. We're on all of them. So figure it out. And uh, the next thing I think I got on the list here um, that I kind of prepared haphazardly for us um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> well, is he talking about me or is he talking about you? Because uh, <laughs> we both look like we're characters from the Peaky Blinders right yeah, now. Yeah, but I look like I'm going to pull up like, hey, you want to uh, take a seat on that couch over there? You definitely look like you, you might be a riding a Harley here today. Like, <laughs> you want to earn a role in this movie? He looks like he smells... <laughs> He actually smells quite delicious, Chris, just so you know. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, just I just wanted you to know that. Um, but there's another thing. So I talked about really quickly my back hurting. And there's something that I kind of heard on the Joe Rogan podcast. He was talking about how he he believes like in the few, like in the next probably like 20 or 30 years, they're going to be able to like kind of turn back the clock on aging enough that you're going to feel like a young person when you are, um, you know, when you're like 70, you'll feel like you're 30. Because they'll be able to like help with your like you know insides, and basically, Ricky Bobby. Basically, all I'm saying is if that doesn't happen by the time I'm you know forty or fifty, I'll probably shoot myself. Like I'm just, I mean, again, that was just uh, laid up right there perfectly for you. I didn't shoot myself once again. It was uh, it was an accident that was done by somebody else. Um, but obviously, I wouldn't shoot myself. I'm too narcissistic to do that. Um, Very true. I, and I'm scared, and I'm just scared of what's going to happen afterwards. Um, but no, like nothing. You're what, what, what do you what do you think? What do you think? Kind of improvements, or what kind of improvements are you looking for? Like body wise, I want to be by like, the time we're like 60, 70 years old. 
Johnny could star in Pulp Fiction too, no question. <laughs> I like it. That was awesome. But I want to be like half keep bionic. coming with the keep coming with the hits there, Chris Duncan. I want to be like half bionic. Half see that's what I'm saying. Like chop my legs He's off, so man, cool. and give me robot legs. You could I'm down. You could literally call me Johnny Rocket with the way I'd be throwing him footballs. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you just do so do you throw right handed? Did you say you're ambidextrous? Uh, yeah, most of the time. I can be. Do you throw the not football right-handed or left-handed? Not, well, everything's right-handed now since... Yeah, since, since you the, almost lost your finger. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, mainly everything is right-handed. I used to write left-handed, um, eat left-handed, uh, used to be able to shoot a basketball left or right-handed. Or yeah. t- use tennis. Yeah, clearly neither tennis. one of us can shoot a basketball. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I at hand. least hit the goal, but eh, I believe. I don't want to hear about it. <clears throat> There's just a lot of stuff going on. I mean, you and I both uh, play video games. There's a there's a big game coming out. Um, you never, so you just want to be half bionic. I said, I said the same thing. I'm hoping that there's some sort of bionic. I'm going. I'm yeah. And I'm, <laughs> Don't don't try to distract me, um, but I'm going I'm going back to I'm going back to that question. <laughs> I'm going back to that question though because I didn't answer I didn't I didn't give my answer which oh. is like I'm hoping that there's kind of like an Amazon for your like organs or like something that you can just be like eh, I I my oh. I've, I've drank my liver to death like now. that movie with Jude Law and yes Boris Whitaker. Yes, except for they don't murder you to get it exactly back. <laughs> except for it's a lot more affordable yeah. and they're not gonna kill me. <clears throat> um, <laughs> that's funny, uh, but yeah, the uh, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that I can replace things. I'm hoping that you just want to live forever. Yeah, basically, so become a vampire dog. That's what I want, man. I've had dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would much rather dream. <laughs> I'd much rather be a werewolf. That's yeah, thing. but I don't think so. I think it would. Just, I think you'd be stinky and weird. <laughs> I'm already stinky and weird. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm gonna fix the bill. Yeah, and I and I've been really uh, enjoying doing these just you one on one with me podcast with uh, Kyle producing because us by ourselves is a, just a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was what that was it. <laughs> that that was a <laughs> perfectly timed cue for that. I don't know if Facebook Live could hear oh, that. Oh yeah, they can. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. It sounds like, I mean, it's like a, an indie, scary, like, clown film. That's what it makes me Killer think of. clowns from Johnny's basement? <laughs> yes. That's what it sounds like. Uh, he's going to play that, like, at certain points. I think it's going to be funny. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> so, yeah. Live Forever, Vampire. You're Werewolf. That's weird. I mean. Why is that weird? Just... <laughs> And then you just like start fucking stuff up and you wake up naked. That's pretty much my life, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like that too. Um, No, that that leads me to um, something I didn't put down on my notes, but a show I've been watching, which um, I've enjoyed very much lately, is The the, the Magicians. How is that? I think it's good. I like it. it. I like it. Uh, I want to take a. I want to take a class to like learn how to do magic, just to like fuck with people at bars and stuff. Like, so are you talking about like close up magic, like you know, sleight of hand? Are you talking about actually like steal people's watches from them when I (laughs) shake their hands and take their wallets, and they'll never know? So you just want to become a criminal? I'm already one of those. (laughs) I don't want to become a better one. Uh, No, but. Just like I don't know, do cool shit. Like yeah. learn, learn magic. Just fuck with people. Yeah, but they this call- is about actual magic in the magicians. <laughs> they call me Jedi mind tricks, bro. I've got to learn the trick of the trade. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's a good show, and it's uh, is it's David, kind of David Blaine on it. No, absolutely not. What about Chris Angel? They are all referenced. Oh, so it's not early two thousands. No. Okay. I don't know when it is actually. Like I don't know if it's a new show or what. Anyways, my wife and I got into it. It's a very good show. Um, but it's just one of those things that kind of, it kind of like brings up a lot of questions, like what you were saying with like being a werewolf, because like <clears throat> there's bunches of different mythical creatures and it's like, which they all like exist, but like they all like exist in the real world kind of like, and it's just really weird. It's really strange. Cause they all just like live normal lives. I like that you said bunches. 
Yeah. There's this bunches of them. <laughs> Did you? You just going at me for the bunches? <laughs> I don't know. There was something about it. You could have been like, there's a ton of them. There's a lot of them. You're just like, there's the bunches. I'm, I'm trying to expand the vocabulary, all right? Um, but yeah, and then I've also gotten into Letterkenny. I don't know if you've seen that Letterkenny is fucking hilarious. It's really funny. <laughs> Hockey don't, players don't are my favorite. Into the drive. <laughs> Hockey players are my favorite, and... Uh, I mean, I just started, so I'm like on like episode three or four. But those guys, the two guys that like always pull up in the Jeep Wrangler, just got me <laughs> dude, dying, funny. dude. They're so funny. <laughs> the the back and forth roast battles on there are awesome. I actually have to go back and rewatch it because. <clears throat> All right, so we're getting into the news news segments. Um, uh, a group of cousins Indiana. from Indiana on spring break in Florida fought back against a would be robbery, a robber tackling him to the ground. What do you think about this? Your first instinct. If you saw this guy right here, first of all. I almost feel like these white kids paid an actor to, to, to come do, do this. this. <laughs> because, like, he just, like, walks up. He's not even... I, I don't know. Like, that dude should have been right shot there, right he there. Should, he should. He would have. I feel like right there, shot. he should die. It almost looked like he was trying to cock it and then there's at the that kid point. On Did Molly. you see that? There's the kid on Molly sitting up against the car like, I don't even know what's going on. So look right here. It almost looks like he he didn't have the slide pulled back, and then he's trying to do it right now, or he's just trying to pull his pants up. Well, he's not even fighting back. I mean, that's a that's a 6'2", 260-pound linebacker hybrid. And this guy comes running over <laughs> with his pants falling down, no shirt on. Oh, they, man. They, I mean, they could have been on, on drugs, too. Right. You know, but I don't know. There's just... Uh, well, the, the uh, kids got pretty lucky. That, it's funny because that guy never let go of the gun until like almost halfway through the video, almost a minute into the fight. I don't know. It's just it's very strange. But yeah, so, but I mean, you said the kid on Molly that was in the background the whole time. <laughs> like he's just setting up a He does the not guy, look like, concerned at all, though. Like he looks more just like. I'm just not gonna get involved in this at yeah, all. Yeah, he fucking little Trevor there. He's just it almost does, out. like I said. It doesn't even look like he's all that scared, or he would. I feel like be flinching more away from the other people. I love how the one wearing pink's the toughest one. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's two of them wearing pink. Yeah, he looks like a bomb pop. He does look like a bomb <laughs> pop, and he points the gun at him. Nice, but so in that situation, which one of the guys would you have been? That's what I always want to know. Well, I'm not dying. I'm I think Johnny would have been the guy running up with a gun. <laughs> I probably would have been. No. <laughs> and then get beat up because you didn't want to shoot somebody. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. I just, I mean, I, I definitely think if my life's in danger, I'm going to. Well, guy in pink shirt, like, stands right. This just seems so unreal, like, not real. Because the guy in the pink shirt stood in front of him. This looks like a shitty audition for Wrong Turn 12. Yeah, it just doesn't. To me, it looks, it literally looks fake. Yeah, there's, I don't, I don't know. There's this, something about it. This but. this is the only part that kind of looks real. What gas station has 18 cameras? It's just one. It's kind of like the Mevo, but probably nicer. Well, that one says camera 20. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It is weird. But anyways, <clears throat> like I'm trying to think of something funny, but I'm so dumbfounded. I always, I, I always, you always want to think that you're going to be one of the like the guys actually trying to uh, trying to fight. But I mean, very easily, I could have ended up being the guy in the the red plaid shirt. I ain't no snitch, Chris. And I always, I always feel like uh, I feel like that he's not in the room. All right, save your comments for him for later. Listen, if you ever talk to me like that again, I will kiss you. I mean, uh, I will I will hit you. <laughs> Aggressively kiss. I mean, hit you. Um, we'll play gay chicken on camera. But no, that that kid, kid went to pick <laughs> the kid went to pick up his shoe. Like I think that's the the bad guy's shoe. I love that the bomb pops throwing up. He's like, <laughs> yeah, it was a terrible, terrible situation for them. I just told <clears> the black guy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Don't go there. That's That could be possible. Who knows? I mean, they are from Indiana, and they are co all cousins. So. They're from Zionsville. You can tell by, <laughs> you can tell by mom's Volvo. Doc uh, Bartons. Uh -huh. No, but the kid, uh, like I said, the kid in the red plaid shirt, at the very least, should have at least tried to stop the other guy running in. You he know? immediately went to Cole's so that he could 
clean out his shitty pants. Right, exactly. Um, I got a couple other things. To more more uh, coworker things. Man spikes coworkers' drinks with LSD to change their negative in- energy. The uh, <laughs> the Missouri Listen, like, cops say Cindy's in here, like really killing my vibe, bro. <laughs> so I think she needs to go on a trip. <laughs> a very long <laughs> trip that she may never recover from because she has never taken any kind of Why drugs. Why can't in her I life. work with these people? But uh, a 19-year-old man admitted to spiking his coworkers' drinks at work and says he did so because of their negative energy. In an attempt to mellow out the other employees at Enterprise Rent-A-Car in Arnold, Missouri. Of course it's rent a <laughs> like it's an Enterprise rent car They've got a great court. I can't even. I was going to do the uh, stepbrothers thing, but they've got a great social, got a great structure. they got but, a great corporate structure with yeah. upward mobility. Yeah, but I just, all I'm, uh, just reading this post, I'm smelling... You're smelling. You're, you're smelling colors. <laughs> I can just. I think the LSD is starting to hit Johnny. I can He's having a flashback. The, I can smell the dreads that haven't been washed. <laughs> the coconut oil. <laughs> the patchouli oil. Uh, Flaxseed. <laughs> but no, two of the employees at the agency southwest of, southwest of St. Louis became dizzy and shaky and didn't know why. So dizzy and shaky, like that's that's the extent of what they were feeling when they were dosed with LSD. Well, have you ever done it? No, have not. Oh, do you get dizzy and shaky? Well, I, I, if you're not expecting <laughs> it, probably. But if you're expecting it for the first thirty minutes, you're sitting there and you're like, "This is bullshit. This is what's happening." And then forty five minutes later, you're like, "I can smell blue," <laughs> <laughs> which that's weird. I shouldn't have used that because your dog, but. <laughs> Those workers ages 24 and 23 were taken to a hospital, the Jefferson County leader reported, and their 27-year-old manager called the police. See, this is like a place ran by a bunch of kids anyways. I mean, the the oldest person is 27 years old. I would have just locked the door and took out the dopest car there for a test drive. Yeah, that would have been cool. I would have been down for that. That would have been awesome. And that's why I wouldn't have a job after that day. It says charges will not be filed until police have the lab re- lab test results back on the drinks. Because it said that they were uh, <laughs> they were too uptight and they needed to have better energy, bro. According to <laughs> is what is what the kids said to the police. But, I mean, if it was a microdose, they should have just been relaxed and happy. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I've heard of the... Uh, the do you remember the night in Muncie that I ran to the locker room in a flood yeah. <laughs> on acid? <Yeah. laughs> Do you remember that? Well, I thought you guys never even left the house. Oh, no. Whenever he called and was like, hey, you lost James's keys, I ran up there. Like, I don't know why, but everybody just looked at I me. I ran back in the monsoon. <laughs> like, I, it's a monsoon, and I'm running knee-deep in water, dripping balls on acid, just, oh, I got to get James's keys to his truck. Oh. And then I get through the bar soaking wet, and I'm like, hey, why won't you let me in? He's like, look at you. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, um, you're soaking wet. You look like you're fucked up on something. Yeah. Like, why would I let you in here with these civilized people, <laughs> you fucking savage? Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that guy was kind of a dick anyways. We've talked about Clint before Die. on the podcast. Uh, he's a uh, bald-headed fuck that worked as the uh, doorman at uh, the locker room in Muncie. That was my Rocky moment, though. <sighs> Man, I did not like that Running guy. down university, there were people partying in the garage, and they were like, fucking get it, bro! <laughs> <laughs> and you was, got it. I was you having got a good there. time. Did you find the keys? Yeah, actually, like, I went on my own little adventure because I was tripping balls. I don't care where she is. So after, (laughs) oh, that's cool. After I got kicked out of the bar, I ended up letting, talking the guy in to let me go in and find Alex. Right. And uh, he, you know, he's messed up. He had no idea where the keys were. He got he got pushed off of the off of a bar stool. He there. went down the stairs. <laughs> he fell down the stairs when I went to get him. But I'm and he like, wasn't even twenty one. Yeah, like he, so, they let him into the bar. Like, uh, have you ever played the game The Witcher? No. They have this thing called the Witcher Sense, where like you hold a button in, and like he gets like cat like eyes, and he can like see clues and shit. Well, I go to James' truck, and I'm like, "Fuck, it's locked. There's no keys in here." And like a I just sniffed out his keys. I found them laying in the on the ground, maybe ten feet away from a storm drain, just waiting for a nice little uh, 
bit of water to come swoop them up. And you found them in a storm drain? No, I found them on like whenever you left the locker room, like you know, he the, had the side lanyard, parking lot. didn't he? They like caught yeah. it before it went down. It's there. like laying in the grass, but it's also on the curb. So, so, like, it was just waiting to be swept. We've always given James the most shit for losing his stuff, but a lot of the times back in Muncie, there was, like, he had help losing his stuff in Muncie. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're kind of the worst ones for that. <laughs> <laughs> like, he had he had a lot of help losing his stuff in Muncie because, you know, <clears throat> we he would just, you know, nicely allow us to borrow his vehicle to drive drunk to the bar. That's a good, that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, hey, we're wasted. <laughs> yeah. We take your car. Yeah. You're the only one who has a vehicle here right now, um, but no, that was uh, that was that was a wild night because I found I found five hundred dollars that night. Huh? Do Do you remember that? No, because <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> well, you, you you were eye on acid. Actually, so. I do remember the aftermath of you finding that five hundred dollars, though. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we, but I, I I ran home in the same monsoon. And had all of the, like, cash in my, like, I had worn sweatpants to the bar, like, really uh, fine gentleman I was. And uh, I ran home in that monsoon, and, like, I was like, you guys, I think you had, e you had either gotten home or everybody was still home, and I had gotten home while everybody was tripping. And, like, I was just pulling, like, dollars and 20s, like, out of my pockets oh, all yeah. wet. Because that's when we were all standing on the roof with glow sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Of a three-story house is chilling on the roof. <laughs> but I, like, go into my room, and I'm, like, pulling that stuff out, and I feel like, I, I can't remember who it was, if it was Cameron or somebody, but they were just, you guys were like, what? Like, <laughs> and I, and I being drunk, was like, I don't, I can't believe that there's, there's more cash coming out. What's that? Well, just, you didn't have to stop what you're doing, but. Oh, <laughs> threw me off there. Um, <clears throat> that was good times. But yeah, I mean, one of the best times of uh, Paul State was living in that house, even though it was one of the worst times is at the same time. You remember when I almost killed everybody making ramen noodles? Yeah, I told that story <laughs> on the podcast too. That was ridiculous. That was insane. Uh, yeah, I, I learned how to make a a, gas, a mustard bomb or whatever, mustard gas or whatever that day. Yeah. You just got to steal hot sauce from a, <laughs> steal hot sauce from a Mexican restaurant, the green stuff. Start cooking ramen noodles, pour like a quarter of that bottle of hot sauce into water while it's boiling, and then go upstairs, smoke a joint, and forget about it for an hour. <laughs> that was so ridiculous. That was and everybody <laughs> everybody starts coughing, thinking that that it's you know, that they're it's because they're smoking. And then then I'm not even smoking weed with you guys, but I start like <laughs> What is going like that must be some potent <laughs> shit. If I'm why am I crying? If I'm the one coughing over as well. Come and, join us, uh, Brad. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's one of the one of the funniest people I've ever hung out with. Hey, Moses. Awesome. Um but yeah, so like then obviously I hear the girl I was dating at the time. <laughs> and she comes screaming up the stairs, busting the door, and is like, What's going on? I can't see, I can't breathe. And I'm just like, I don't know. And like, we go downstairs and there it is, just smoke billowing out of the pot that, that Johnny had forgotten about. And it was literally mustard gas. It was, it, it was, uh, it was a rough time. It, it was potent. I almost <laughs> People murdered. start puking. I almost murdered all of my friends. <laughs> oh, that uh, was terrible. It was rough. But yeah, like, I mean, imagine, imagine if that would have happened and, and we, that's weird. Imagine if that would have happened <clears throat> and we were like asleep or something. Like, would it have really fucked us up really bad? We would have never woken like, that's up. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, would we have not <laughs> like, woken up? Is that like, one, the house is going to burn down because that was a gas stove. <laughs> but yeah, we, we would be Is dead. that possible that it would have done that? I don't know. I don't know. It, it could have been bad. <clears throat> but um, no, Bradley Amos, uh, thank you for joining. Make sure you uh, subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts. But if you want to join the show and be a part of it, of course, this thing is just not connected to this now. Like, Type it to him. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. The Mevo thing, I'm over it. We're going to have to figure something else out. It's just driving me nuts. It's probably connected to something else. <clears throat> but now it's going again. Weird. All right. <clears throat> but uh, Brad, yes, we are uh, southeast uh, side of Indianapolis. It's a... Uh, 
to just a hop, skip, and a jump from downtown Indianapolis. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know where Bugsy's is at? Five minutes away. Exactly. I, <clears throat> what's the, what, what are we at on time? 41 minutes. So we've gotten through the Canadian guy. We've gotten through the LSD. Dude, if you could go anywhere in the world, like you just had a plane ticket right now, where are you going? Ireland. First, first off the top of my head. I love that. I love I've that. I've been trying to go there. I've been trying to plan a trip there for probably, I don't know, two or three years. That's I in my top five for sure. I, I'd love I've, to go to Egypt, man. Egypt would be cool. Or like somewhere, like over in Rome and see the catacombs and shit. Like yeah. that'd be so cool. I want to see just something that's really old. Just like. Yeah, experience that. And also see if like what people talk about with like things and objects having energy like feeling if that is true because oh, there's yeah. like, I mean, there's a few times that I've been places that I feel like have that kind of energy, but like, it's not, it's kind of few and far between. Whereas I feel like if you went somewhere that's been around for, you know, hundreds of almost, you know, thousands of years, then it'd be just cool to see that and feel that, feel yeah, that absolutely. energy and I mean, feel like all the stuff that's been there. Well, speaking of that energy, have you seen the video of the nanny cam picking up the ghost in the background? No. You you, should, I'll pull that up. Yeah, I was going to say, because I'm not connected. You should check that out. Yes. Um, like, I thought it was just a predator going into camouflage. But, well, and then that's what... But I'm I'm like, I'm kind of on the fence. Here, I'll let, yeah, I'll let you do your thing. Does that have sound so they can hear? Right it's on their nanny cam. It's an image Heather and Jossa is haunting their... It's a video of the unknown that is posing many questions. What is it? Is it real? And what is it doing there? Yeah, a family in Highland, Michigan <laughs> believes their house is haunted. Watch what? This. For what those at home, just look up the nanny cam ghost from RTV6. What? Kind of fucking creepy, especially how when it walks by, the baby immediately stands up in its crib and looks around like, what the fuck? The couple's nanny cam video a few weeks ago is what appears to be something moving in front of the baby crib. Do you think that's real? The couple says it appears to be a ghost. Man, see, that's why I'm on the fence. Like, that's why. Or do you think somebody else is making something like a hoax? I think nowadays it's very easy to manipulate video. But. It scares us um, that it could do something. I don't else. know. It's kind of like I mean, there was even kind of like the conspiracy shit for me. Like you know, I, I'm not all like in, but I'm interested. I want to learn more about it. I want to be involved. This so-called ghost is targeting them, but say they don't want. I've never had like an experience like that before, so I don't have any reference to it. But I would love to find a point of reference and go out somewhere. With a crew or whoever. well, even the 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 uh, pointless discussions guys got approached by the uh, the um, travel channel travel channel yeah. to do like some sort of like thing with the paranormal stuff because they actually have stuff on you know tape and I want them to bring that stuff because I would like to do a uh, series in October of just like all just paranormal stuff yeah, just that would be for this shit. podcast. I just hope nobody brings something to the house and like it gets really creepy because I already feel like that kind of stuff is real. Like the I, only time I think I've ever had an ex like experience like with bad energy and shit like that was my grandparents when I was growing up. They lived out towards Morristown and they had this old farmhouse and there was a basement in their house. Like, And even as a kid... I was fucking terrified of it. And I, I don't know why, but I was old. There was always something about after I hit those first two steps to go down, even if my grandpa was with me, who's this giant fucking burly brick shit house wall. Yeah. I was, I was fucking terrified to go down there. There was something about that that is that legitimately frightened me to a point. Like I've never felt fright like that before. Mm -hmm. But that's the only time in my life I've ever like felt something like that. Yeah, I've I've, t I've told the story on the podcast before. I mean, I ha I'll just do it briefly. Like I had a you know run in with uh, what I felt like was <clears throat> like energies or spirits at um, a house in Muncie that my grandmother and grandfather lived in, and I'm pretty sure both of them passed away there. Uh, my cousins uh, Zach and Chelsea used to live there, and we'd go stay the night there. And, um, I mean, I've told this before, so I don't know. We'll tell it again because there might be new listeners and things like that. So basically the first time that I had an experience was I was like 10 or 11 years old. We were upstairs in the, uh, they had like converted the attic into his, uh, into his like bedroom. <clears throat> and we were up in the attic, like, you know, going to bed. Um, the parents were out, um, because basically my cousin was like, I think he was, he's like five or six years older than me, I think. 
So he was like babysitting me basically, but like we were also just hanging out as like friends or whatever, playing video games. Then we went to bed. We were both laying down face up and there was like, I was like on the couch, like futon thing. He was on his bed and I was like looking up at the ceiling and there was like light from the road because it was right on like kind of a, a road in Muncie. Um, we actually used to drive on that road all the time um, by yeah, that exactly. house. It was, uh, no, I think it was, McGall- it was McGalliard or something close to that. But um, I'm looking up. I see like the outline of like a head, like a person. And it's like on the ceiling. And I'm like, I'm, like I kind of like, whis- like kind of whisper over to my cousin, like, hey, you see that? And he like, and, and he like, he looks and he like doesn't say anything. But as soon as like, he said he looked and I looked back. It like kind of like almost like it noticed that we were looking and like it went, it like disappeared into the darkness of the rest of the room. And as soon as it disappeared in the darkness of the rest of the room, we heard like a, a crash downstairs. So we went walking downstairs, like sneaking downstairs because we were scared. Parents were home. Nothing, nothing was like, you know, it just was terrifying. And we go downstairs and their cat <clears throat> is you know, in the corner of the kitchen, looking into the kitchen and uh, one of the doors is open. So obviously that could be explained as the cat was probably trying to get into something in the cabinet, but the cat was like staring up at the cabinet. Like it was terrified, like almost like somebody had like opened the cabinet while the cat was in there. They basically. say cats can sense that shit. So Just we like didn't, kids. so we didn't want to go back upstairs. So we sat downstairs and we uh, we get we put a movie on because we used to we used to watch VHSs that shows our shows my age. What's that? <laughs> and uh, so we grab a movie, put it in. I'm leaning up against this uh, little like uh, end table that has like little op- like doors that open like this. I'm leaning leaning up against that because it's in between two recliner chairs, and then my cousin's sitting catty corner to me. He's laying across their couch like. So he's over there. It's just me and him at this house. I'm leaning up against that. And as I'm leaning up against it, we're watching like Lion King or something, like something classic Disney or whatever. And uh, all of a sudden it's like the door behind me slams closed. But there's there's nobody, like there's no possible way it could be anybody else. I'm leaning up against it. I didn't touch it. it's, It's literally a... The shape of this end table was like a stop sign, and the two doors were on like yeah, one of the corners. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Everybody like the dark wood. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and like that terrified us even more. So like I just got up into the recliner and just kind of like hung out in the recliner and just like we just waited until his parents got home and they like got home and they were kind of half drunk and they were like, "What are you guys doing up still?" <laughs> and we were like, we told them the story and they were like, "Oh, that's just grandma and grandpa." And it's like, and then, so Whoa. then, so then them being drunk sit and tell us like a fucking 20 minute long story of like, oh yeah, they hear noises all the time. They see stuff all the time, but they're not worried about it. Cause it's just our relatives that have died in the house. So it's okay. They're just hanging out. <laughs> so then that freaked me out for like the rest of my life. And I never really felt comfortable there again. So then my cousin, this is the second instance, same house. My cousin's moving back from, uh, he went down to IU to go to college, but he was moving back home briefly before he went on to do whatever else he was doing. So he <clears throat> asked me to come help him. I'm like 16, 17 years old by now, and I have completely forgotten about all this, not really paid attention, not scared of anything. And uh, I help him move his stuff, and I'm driving back, and he's a super slow driver, like terrible. The worst kind. So... I get to his house before him and he's like, oh yeah, just uh, the keys under here. Just, you know, you can take the stuff in, throw it in there. Cause I had my girlfriend with me at the time. And he's like, just throw the stuff in there. I'll move it whenever I get Ten home. Bucks if I can guess her name. No. <laughs> uh, and uh, so like we're moving his like stuff in. So at this time now they have dogs, but they're in their cages. They're howling, barking at me, you know, going nuts, going nuts. No lights on in the house at all. I walk in and I'm taking stuff in, walk out. I walk back in and uh, the dogs are completely silent, like eerily silent, like not making a noise. And the downstairs light to the basement is on. I'm the only one who's gone in and out of this house, by the way, too. Like this girl was not helping me move anything. She was kind of a bitch. Um <laughs> 
she was not helping me move anything at all. And so <clears throat> I definitely, I got, that. I got kind of, I got kind of terrified, like, but like still was kind of more like maybe I like brushed the light or something like that when I was walking by it or something. And, uh, so then I just kind of run out there, grab some more stuff. That's when I hear downstairs, like basically like somebody cracking a, uh, rack of pool balls because they had a pool table downstairs. That was my grandfather's pool table. My grandfather was a big pool player and would practice downstairs. So, so then I, that freaked me out a lot. So then I just threw all the stuff inside and just ran out of the house and that's when my cousin was like, oh, yeah, you remember, like, how mom told me, like, you know, the that grandpa, like, they would hear those noises all the time because grandpa would go down there and play pool, even though he's, like, dead and a ghost now. <laughs> like, so it just, it's one of those things. Those two things were the, the scariest things, weirdest things I think I've ever seen. Other stuff that I've talked about on the podcast before, too, is more, like, demon-y sounding to me. Yeah, you told me about that. Let's and, not, and let's that's, not go back. That stuff's just freaky and weird. Do but you still have access I, to the house? No, it, oh, they sold it. Cool. Yeah, I. That'd be cool if we go back. Really Not for weird. you, but <laughs> I. I don't think I'd be scared of it because of the way they've described it. But I don't know. It's just creepy. But that's just the that's the that's something that I would like to see though. I'd like to be a part of somebody else's thing, not my yeah. thing. <laughs> Absolutely, like I would love like and like it, to be able to go in. I like to be able to go in skeptical. Yeah, like that's kind of where I'm at. Like I, I don't have a point of reference on it really, so I would love to find that. And if any, we have any paranormal people that let tune in, like let us know. We'd love to go in with you and and do that. We That'd definitely be, need to get a hold of the uh, a shot of crime podcast that we that I met at uh, the um, networking the networking comedy event because I think they they do that stuff um, once a week. They do a podcast about paranormal stuff, and then another once a week they do. Like investigative, like uh, murder, murder mystery type stuff. Ooh. So I think they'd be good to do get something going with. I think they'd be hilarious. They're both really funny. They get drunk while they do their podcast. Yeah. So oh, that's so our kind of people. We we get along <laughs> with them really well. It'd be cool to do like an old mental institution or something. You know, like, nah, like a horror movie. I don't you know. Know? <laughs> like for the first 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 rodeo. <laughs> John, Johnny's gonna end up. Johnny's gonna end up being the guy that's like, hey, let's go on this. Uh, this uh, ghost hunting thing, and then people start dying. He ends up being the murderer the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that right before you die. Um, <laughs> check out the Kepther E on YouTube. All right, oh, Ash we'll Matthews, thank you for sharing that. We'll check out the Kepther E on YouTube. Um, it is getting closer to summer though, and we oh, are the official Sun's podcast out, beer of out. Summer go. Bash 2019 in Bogstown, Indiana. Make sure you find that on the Facebook page. I hope people come out and party with us. It's like man. twenty bucks, all you can eat food, all you can drink beer. Yeah, it's like, gonna be the shit. How many? How many? How many good times could you have with how just twenty bucks? How many people do you think I can talk into let me throw into one of the trash cans while we're playing beer pong? <laughs> And we call this. How many little people do you think you're going to see at this place? You can call me Uncle Yeetus. <laughs> uh, so, so what's your what's your thing that you look forward to the most for spring and summer? Uh, getting not being fat anymore because I'm kind of like a bear. I hi, I go into hibernation, depression, and I just get all fat and stupid. Yeah. And then spring rolls around. I'm like, oh shit, I got to look good again. And then I get back in shape. So. <laughs> so, so, but drinking outside. Speaking of grilling. softball, the shirt that I'm wearing is the uh, shirt of the softball team, the co-ed softball team that I played on is for BioLife. We were called the Stickers and Ballers. You can see the uh, the needles, which is is it, is it which, scratch and sniff? Which is kind of funny because if you look at it, it kind of to me references like Airway? steroids and oh, baseball. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I would think if I was looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just what I thought. But uh, we're called the McGuire's. But the funniest thing about that is, is I uh, I got asked to be on this team. It was part of a work team. I lived in Fishers, and uh, at this point in my life, all I would do is uh, drink on Friday nights and our or Friday and Saturday nights. Our games were on Sundays, and I showed up to the very first game and never went back after that. Hey, <laughs> so, at least you got a cool shirt there. Got, a, got a pretty sweet shirt out of it. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it was a good time. But <clears throat> I think softball is something very big to look forward to, and something that could be a good time, especially if you're competitive with it. Uh, I love like the football that I've been playing has been a blast. We lost 
we lost last week. It was a, it was a tough loss, but it was still a still a good time. And I look most forward to hanging out with my family as we're all adults now, drinking, cooking some food. Yeah, I can't wait. Stories. We're we're hanging out, cornhole, just being around family as we're all adults now. You know, that's like something I cherish so much is being around my family. We're definitely gonna kids. we're definitely gonna have a blast here at this place because we have a nice back porch. Oh, yeah. We can have a fire. We have enough room to have cornhole. We're gonna have we're gonna have some cookouts at the uh, the the juice house. Somebody this, make this, us some juice in the morning. Summer. Cornhole boards, please. Well, we have the boards. We, well, they're they're blue. We're like gonna we're gonna make, make them. them colts. So we would like. I mean, if somebody wanted to make something for us, I'd be completely we could we down. could auction them off. Yeah, that'd be badass. <laughs> or just use them. Yeah, that'd be cool too. <laughs> no, um, and then we've got like I said, there's there's tons of like the thing that I'm most excited for is just. Doing more content for the podcast oh, so we that can go out and about. So that it's not even just the podcast; it's just like media in general. Like we're doing videos, we're going out, talking to people, um, joining people for their stuff. Kyle made a great point that we just need to take this GoPro everywhere. That yeah. James was kind enough to let us borrow. I appreciate it. He is uh, on Twitch at Live Lift Game. <clears throat> if you uh, follow video games and want to get into that, the last thing I want to get into before we get out of here, though, is. Uh, they're coming out with Borderlands 3. Oh, I'm so excited. Did you play that a lot? Borderlands? Yeah. I beat every single one yeah, of them. Yeah, that was like... Like, that's... Uh, that was one of my it's first... one of my all-time favorite games. First ever. games that got me back into actually gaming, like playing games yeah, with people and like having a good time. The crude humor, just the overall And game. I thought that like the team play, like they very emphasized like you and three other people are going to play this together online and you're like going to conquer something that you wouldn't be able to conquer by yourself. Like you could, oh, yeah. but it would take you like way more time, way more grinding, way more effort. Or you can just have a great time with some friends and take on this like, you know, Bad, like badass boss or something like that. Borderlands Two actually rekindled James and I friendship. That's awesome. Yeah, because we we, we had so looked forward to it, but we hadn't talked in a couple of years. Right. And then that came out, and it was kind of like, you know, you send that message, and it's like, hey, you see Borderlands Two's going out. Like, yeah. Like, okay, did we just become best friends again? Yeah. <laughs> like, and Borderlands Two, man, that was uh, me and me and. Uh, <laughs> I'm not proud of this, but I spent about uh, 90 days on uh, good old house arrest. And uh, hey, I did a year, dude. And uh, that was something that I did uh, a lot was my wife's younger brother also had the game. So we would get online like once or twice a week and just play like, you know, till all hours of the night, just yeah. trying to get farther and farther ahead in the game. And it was just that teamwork part of it was so fun. That's what was my favorite part of it. Like, you know, I just, I can't. Just got an idea. I can't imagine anything else better than that. It was just awesome. Like and, the, and the third one's getting ready to come out. They just released the trailer for the third one. And it's going to be like, two was so exciting. Then the pre-sequel was pretty cool, but it was like, just kind of like a filler. Like it didn't yeah, really, tell. it wasn't a full game. Like it was a full game, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like two. Yeah. And then this third one is going to be like two where it's they like, it's going to be massive. We've been waiting on it for so long. It's going to be huge. I mean, it's like, I think, what? how long has it been? I'm going to Google that. Four right or five there. years. And and the new characters look awesome. Oh, yeah. There's we a, got Amara, Zane, Flack, Moe's. You know, they keep it traditional with the one robot, think, one soldier, I one I think operative. they're bringing all the other characters, too, though. Like, at some point, you'll be able to play as, like, you know, yeah, a lot uh, of different characters, yeah. not just those four. I wonder if uh, some of the people that tune in would be interested in a... Juice in the morning Twitch stream as we run through this. I think it would, and I have one set up. I just haven't pushed it or tried to really do anything with it. You're just going to have to buy a PlayStation. <laughs> Never going to happen. It's so much better than an Xbox. It's been seven years since Borderlands 2. That's wow. a long time. It is a long time. But it's it's going to be a good game. I think I, I'm going to look forward to that. I'm excited for it. They just released the trailer. Um, let's see if we can uh, play the trailer real quick. Oh, there's blue. Nope, that's not it. Sorry. But yeah, the, the trailer looks awesome. Um, I'm trying to find the actual trailer because there's one that's just like a, like I feel like a teaser trailer. Oh, I'm so glad I had the volume muted on purpose so that we didn't have the ads. Hey, <laughs> hey. 
<laughs> there it is. I mean, look at those bad guys. The bad guys look pretty cool, too, and I'm just trying to figure out who She's they are. kind of hot. <laughs> Video game hot. <laughs> but there's that's the character that's been around the since... Siren from yeah, the last Siren. One. Yeah, Siren, yep. And uh, I love that, dude. I think that's going to be so cool. I'm definitely going to be that guy. That's who I was going to be, too. <laughs> I usually the guy the, the operative. The guy at the very right. Um, but so do you think they're going to have the, I mean, the standard, like, tank and then... Well, yeah, that's how they've got it set right. up here. But I'm pretty sure the operative guy you were just talking about, I think he his He's special, like zero from he jumps into one. a robot, though. Like, you'll see. See, he's up there in that robot. Did you see that? Yeah, he's got the mech, and other people can jump onto it. Your it's teammates can jump onto it as well, and it becomes more powerful. And they just always have cool music. Like, listen to that. Like, like Borderlands 2, that intro song was the shit. Yeah, and that was Cage. No Cage. No hero. Is that the Cage the Elephant? No, it's the... Um, 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 the Cage the Elephant was from the advertising. Yeah, that was the first... That was Borderlands 1. Oh, okay. And I thought that was 2. It might have been too, but... But either way, I mean, they always have good marketing. Oh, I want that. And then I think there's also... There's potential that you'll be able to play as one of the psychos. You know like as crazy? one of the playable characters. We're the first generation of people who are going to be like 50 years old playing video games. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know. Maybe I don't Rogan know. Rogan just got back into Quake. He built a. Oh, uh, dude, I think he's going to. I, I think he's going to go. I think he's going to become a crackhead to he, Quake. He said there's the worst mistake he's ever made. Yeah, I think he's definitely. He built a gaming studio in, in his complex. And yeah, I definitely think he's going to go hard into that. I don't know. Maybe he's a little bit smarter so than he cool. used to be. Yeah, this is. It's just going to be a sweet game. Like it's going to be fun to play. <clears throat> and I, I hope that they're doing. See what I hope, because I, <laughs> I heard that, uh, or I've heard people say they hope that there's some battle, um, battle royale. I hope like, they don't. To, I, me too. I mean, I if it's if it's a feature, I hope it's not the main feature. Like I hope it's not made as a battle royale. You know? Yeah. Like I, th they lost me with that stuff. I'm just. I like battle royale. I think it's fun, but I just hope that that's not all it is. And there's a possibility I enjoy that... enjoy the stories. Yeah, me too. The robot guy looks really cool, though. Yeah, but they didn't show, like... I didn't see anything that showed, like, his special ability. Like, is that his special ability? He has, like, a gun that runs and shoots people? I don't know. Just looks awesome. I'm going to let this part finish. The sad thing is, is like they didn't actually give like an official release date. They just said sometime people by are, this fiscal year. So yes, it could be like people are assuming October, but you, you can't tell. You don't know. But yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for so much stuff. There's so much stuff coming up. Like in May, there's so many movies. Like what? In like April, May, there's so many movies. There's there's Avengers Endgame that's coming up that I've been waiting. For 10 years to watch Like I mean There's just so much stuff There's John Wick 3 That's coming out so It's gonna be awesome um, There's just a lot of stuff To look forward to this summer I hope everybody else Is excited as I am And uh, I think I think I'm, I'm I'm done with this one So Yeah I think we can just put it to bed Let's tap out Go enjoy some beers And play some darts Yeah Let's do that And uh, hang out with James Cause James darts, is actually I, hitting. Darts I mean Not, not sex <laughs> so. <laughs> the James is heading over here. We're going to play some darts and have some beers. So once again, thank you for everybody listening. If you followed along on Facebook, I'm going to steal a page out of Highly Inappropriate's book and uh, make sure you go to Apple Podcasts and uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Also, uh, make sure that if you are not using Apple, you're going to figure out how to get a podcast app and search for Juice in the Morning, subscribe to it, rate it, and review it. Like it, favorite it, do whatever you can. And then also keep interacting with us on Facebook, um, Juice in the Morning. Just search in the search bar, Juice in the Morning, you'll find it. Um, 
and we just got a lot of people that we're working with. So we're looking forward to yeah. what we got coming for you guys. And I hope you guys look forward to it Stay as well. Stay tuned for the videos. Interact with us on the page. Yep. You know, you got just talk to us, man. Like uh, comment on the post. We love to hear your feedback. And uh, we'll make you. It's not 15 minutes of fame, but you'll get five seconds. Well, I mean, you know, so it's way more than 15 minutes. I've been doing this for long enough that it's been a lot longer than 15 minutes. And I'm not famous yet. Still working on it. I was going to say, I was putting putting that together in my mind. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, man. Let's get no, out of here. Uh, I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us, Johnny. Thank you, Kyle, for taking care of the uh, sound for us. Um, you notice how smooth it was? Yeah. This time? No problem. <laughs> we weren't all angry and well, fucking well, roid raging. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.